0: Quiet, please. It is time to listen. A sexy and hysterical genius is about to speak. This is Unwavering, Toxic Masculinity from the Dude's Den. Well, it has been a minute. It has been a day or two since I have come to you solo. so here we go. Uh, if you're listening for the first time, thank you so much. but however you're listening, wherever you're listening, thank you so much for, for taking part of this. Uh, taking part in this should I say? sorry and uh, it's greatly appreciated. I hope you and your family have an amazing Christmas plan. God bless you. Uh, God bless your family. I hope everyone's healthy, happy. Uh, you know what time it is, guys. Uh, this is your show. It's about God, family, and country. I am your host solo today, Kevo. Welcome to Unwavering. I think we're saying the same thing. So, uh so much to get to here but uh i i i would uh i wouldn't be doing justice if i didn't take a second and say thank you to our sponsor hit it guys RHTC is a national leader in construction and industrial-based training. Right here in West Virginia, Louisiana, we offer CCO prep courses in all variations of mobile crane as well as tower crane, lattice boom crawler, articulating boom crane and loader, rigging level one and two, signal person, and coming soon, telehandler or extended reach forklift prep classes. So whether a new career for you the individual or needing training for your entire crew, call us at 318-330-9000 or find us at RHTCINC.com. Again, 318 330 9000 or find us at RHTCINC.com. God bless. And thank you to those guys. We cannot do it without you. Thank you to our friends over at RHTC. So here we go. So um I had a lot to think about. Like, like where do, where do I start? You know, it's been a little while since I've done a solo show. So I kind of wanted to, to, just go on this rant for a minute, you know. Uh, it's so interesting what happens in this world. Uh, <laughs> still, you, you don't know where to start. So, with everything going on, yo, know, Colorado taking the, the front runner for the presidential nominee, the man leading the pack. Colorado taking him off the ballot. California, of course, they're going to jump in and and and, and follow suit, and then you've got uh, more states that are going to follow, follow, follow. You know, it it's eerily similar to what's happening in New York when you think about it. And bear with me here a second, okay? So I'm reading this article, and this from our great fans uh, over the Daily Wire and it and this is this is the uh, the title of the article New York Democrats bill could force Chick-fil-A to open on Sundays I'm like what how do you how do you force a business to open on Sunday right right well here you go A Democrat in New York has introduced a bill that if passed would force Christian-owned restaurant chain Chick-fil-A to open on Sundays or remove numerous restaurants from a major highway system in that state. Assemblyman, you know, let's get to that. I thought they were going to quit using those words. That's what I thought. I thought we were, in New York we were going to stop using assemblyman or assemblywoman. I thought it was going to be assembly person. But I, they just, like always, they talk out of their butt. Uh, but anyway, Assemblyman Tony Simone, who is openly complaining that Chick-fil-A has a terrible record on LGBT LGBT rights, pin Bill A0833 states to mandate that the New York State Thruway Authority only continue or enter into contracts with businesses that will stay open all seven days of the week. Chick-fil-A has a, has had a terrible record on LGBT rights. Simone complained to the New York Post last week, I'm not going to not say that clearly. To serve New Yorkers and travelers, things should be open seven days a week, including Chick-fil-A, and if they can't, they shouldn't be in our rest stops, he continued there should be options for people to eat and drink and not just one spot. Notably, there is already a standard that at least one hot food option is open and available at these rest stops on every day of the week to better accommodate travelers and truckers. If Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays at a given rest stop, for example, there's another restaurant open. Our requirement is that we have at least one hot food option available. Uh, This is what Thruway spokesperson Jennifer Givner explained, according to the Business Insider. If Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays, we have other alternatives for our customers. There are currently seven Chick-fil-A restaurants on the interstate that would be affected by that bill, and at least three more of the restaurants slated to be built. So the Chicken Chain, is known for closing its doors on Sundays for religious reasons. Uh so so here's the deal. It, 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 <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It is eerily similar to what's happening in Colorado. Uh California filing suit. This is the way this works. This is the way the modern day government left, the leftist. This is what they do. If you're not going to do as we say, then we're going to force you to do as we say. I don't, how can you do that? How can you take, The front runner, the front runner of the American people. Look, look, let me make no argument here, okay? If you asked me how I felt about Mr. Donald J. Trump, the, the person, I would say he's an egotistical, bombastic, idiot, buffoon, goofball, nut job. But if you ask me, how I felt about President Donald J. Trump, I can admit. See, that's my problem. I can admit to his shortcomings. I can't get a human being on the left out there to say five things good he did. They it, it hurts their feelings so bad to to say anything positive about him. My point here is this: he is leading. He is leading the early poll. When Americans are asked today who they want to be president next, Donald J. Trump is leading that. And by God, that's not the answer. These bureaucratic, ego-driven... And look, I understand Trump's ego-driven. No problem with that. That doesn't mean that all these other people aren't either. My issue is, this is what they do. It's force-fed. Well, we can't beat him. We don't think we can beat him. So we just got to take it off. We have to force Americans to vote for someone else or not vote at all. We have to force Americans to, we have to force Chick-fil-A to open because we don't like where they've stood on LGBTQ. Are you serious? This is what's happening. When the state of New York put the Chick-fil-As in that thoroughfare system or throughway system, whatever it is, they knew that they didn't open on Sundays. Now, all of a sudden, you've got somebody that just doesn't like it doesn't like where they stand on this issue or that issue. So by God, we're going to do whatever it takes to cause this business as much harm as we, excuse me, sorry, I didn't mean to mean hit that. It, to cause this business as much harm as we can humanly cause them simply because They do not see things the way we see things. That's what's happening here. That's why Trump is being taken off ballots. That's why Chick-fil-A. That's why Chick-fil-A. The future of them being open or closed on Sunday in New York. Resides. In this bill, based on an interstate system, highway system, etc., in a state that knew they weren't open on Sunday to begin with. it You're not getting the answer you want from the American people. So what do you do? You take the answer they're giving away. Therefore, you're thinking... Well, they gotta they gotta pick somebody different, or or not pick something at all. Let me tell you, that is a dangerous, dangerous precedent to set. This, I mean, we keep doing this. I never, in my life, thought I would ever see the day, ever see the day, where a business. Would f- be forced to open on days that they don't want to be open. They don't make anyone el- look. Chick Fil A doesn't make anyone believe, nor nor do they make them partake in any of their religious, uh, uh, uh wh- whatever beliefs, uh. uh, uh their religious uh, history, whatever it is, I'm trying to say, damn it. They don't make anybody partake in that. But that's not good enough. That's not good enough to the left. Nope, 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 nope. That's not going to work. You have to be open you have to, we don't like, uh, we don't like where you stand on this issue. You don't like, we're, we don't like where you stand on this issue. Therefore, um, you're going to do this, or we, or, I mean, can you imagine, can you imagine us just going back to 20 years ago and just rewinding? Just simply rewinding, and just and just say, okay, okay, guys, let's let please, let's just start all over, or, 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 or but from twenty years ago. Let's just go back to where we were twenty years ago, and let's just uh, <laughs> let's just let's just get a do-over on the last twenty years, can we? With everything going on in the world, think about this. Families are taking out second mortgages because they can't afford groceries. Families are taking out second mortgages because they can't afford fuel. They can't afford to keep the heat on extended length periods of time. They have to cut back. They have to turn the heat d- down so as to not use as much fuel or electricity. But this is what, this is what seems to be the most important thing. Even more proof that this, with the left, with and I hate to say it, guys. Look, look, look. I hate to say it. It is what it is. Today's modern Democrat, you're, you're just being grouped in with these people because nobody knows no boundaries. Your leaders don't know any boundaries. See, it's not you. See, it's not you. The the, the voter or, or the citizen. No. It's your leaders They don't know a boundary. You ask them, hey, at what point does the left go too far? They don't have an answer. They do not have an answer. That's your leaders. This is what they're doing. It's absolutely disturbing to think. that California is pushing forth the motion to have Donald Trump taken off the presidential nomination ballot. Colorado has done it. There is no way on earth, I don't care, Supreme Court, liberal, not liberal, whatever it is, There's no way on earth this stands up. There's no way. I mean, th- this should go seven, eight, nine, no, whatever it is, nine, nothing. This should not be an option. This is simply an absolute middle finger to the Constitution. And over half of the country. So it brings me to my next question. As I take a sip of my black rifle coffee. So it it brings me to another question. At what point do we as citizens... start really getting angry and frustrated and being hurt, when we vote people into office, we expect our interest, our interest to be personified. We expect our interest to be the most important thing that that elected official could, could could be for our interest. Let me ask you something. In the days of social media, Twitter and Instagram and FaceSpace and all that, all this stuff, right? Do elected officials ever go to these social media outlets? Make a post that's a poll. It says, hey, my constituents, whether you voted for me or not, I'm going to list three items. Tell me of these three, which are the most important to you? That's what we need to focus on. Of these three, we'll go in that order, the order of importance. Do we ever see that? Does anybody ever do that? No. no, no. I don't really. Not in this area, anyway. Don't see anything. Just recently, there was an incident at the, uh, uh, the Target, the 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 department store Target, where um, they had a biological male. Cleaning the women's restroom while the restroom was open. Not a sign up saying, hey, hey, guys, nobody enter. I'm cleaning this restroom up. Everybody stand back. Wouldn't be a problem in the world with that. No issue. And the biological male pretending to be a woman may be the nicest guy on the planet. But you have no business in a restroom where my granddaughter was in the restroom. No business at all. And I'm told I'm a horrible person. Horrible person feeling that way. Yeah, well. So listen. There is so much we could get into. Right? So much. That's what's happening. With today's Democrat Party, it is... We don't like the way Americans are answering. So therefore, we're going to take away a possible answer. (laughs) That way, they can't answer that way. They have to answer another way or not answer at all. Tell me I'm wrong. That's exactly what we're seeing. That's exactly what we're seeing. So, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's administration has dropped the criminal case against former Loudoun County Public School Superintendent Scott Ziegler. They have dropped the criminal case against him for lying about the now infamous bathroom rape. Ziegler was convicted in September in a separate trial for retaliating against a teacher who cooperated with the special grand jury convened to investigate the rape cover-up. He faced sentencing for that misdemeanor conviction on January 11th. He was acquitted of a second charge of that trial. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I want to read that again. Ziegler was convicted in September in a separate trial for retaliating against a teacher who cooperated with a special grand jury convened to investigate the rape cover-up. That's a misdemeanor. So a teacher cooperated to get to the bottom of a rape. This piece of... Didn't like that. And retaliated against that teacher. And that's a misdemeanor. Does that tell you anything about where we are in this society? Where rape in a school bathroom. If if you cooperate with that investigation to get to the bottom of what happened, you're retaliated against by a superintendent that didn't like that his wrongdoings could come out by your cooperation. Nope, he didn't like that. And he was found guilty of that. But that's only a misdemeanor. With Ziegler having concealed the rape from the public, the school board ultimately passed a policy and the rapist remained in the school, where he went on to sexually assault a second victim. The rapist has since been convicted of both offenses. In explaining why they were dropping the lying charge, prosecutors suggested that they were satisfied that Ziegler has already been convicted of a crime and didn't want to put the county through another expensive trial for the third charge, which was a more minor Class three misdemeanor carrying only a $500 fine. A child an adolescent, a youth, was raped by a serial offender. There's somebody that's done it before. Multiple times now. Convicted. And a school superintendent went out of his way to hide that. And the state is not going to throw anything and everything they can at this piece of shit. Nope, that's that's good enough. That's good enough. It's fine. Man, uh, it's unbelievable, man. The law Ziegler was accused of breaking by lying at a school board meeting was an unusual one a rarely used statute that made it a misdemeanor crime to tell a lie that was intended for publication. The defendant has been tried and convicted by a jury of his peers for an unrelated act of retaliation against an LCPS special education teacher for which he faces a maximum punishment of 12 months in jail and a $2,500 fine as well as other collateral consequences. The trial of that case lasted five days and required the summoning of numerous jurors and witnesses. LCPS spent additional taxpayer funds providing attorneys to many witnesses. The special grand jury also wrote a devastating report that advanced justice by illuminating the facts to the public, it said. The school board fired Ziegler, as soon as the report was released, the Commonwealth is satisfied that justice has been done in the defendants' cases, and that I, I don't know what these words are, and that no prosequy is appropriate under the circumstances. Which I guess no more prosecution. LCPs omitted the rape from mandatory disclosures to the state. Further evidence that it intended to conceal it. Rape. Rape. They went out of their way. This no no I shouldn't say that. Okay. Scott Ziegler went out of his way. Out of his way. Unbelievable. To conceal rape because he didn't want his administration superintendent he didn't want his group to look bad this is what's happening this is what we're doing i hear zero i hear shit about it too it's unbelievable we are We are absolutely at the most atrocious, ungodly times I could ever imagine. This is not a serious enough offense to continue to hold his ass accountable. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Prominent trans-identifying LGBTQ activist arrested for allegedly raping two boys under 13. Another story. A prominent Philadelphia LGBTQ activist was arrested Monday and charged with the rape of two minors younger than 13. Kendall Stevens, a 37-year-old man who identifies as a woman, had a preliminary arraignment in a Philadelphia court on Monday and was charged with rape, involuntary, deviant sexual intercourse, unlawful contact with minors, corruption of minors, unlawful contact with minors, indecent assault against people less than 13 years of age, obscenity to minors, and endangering the welfare of children. Further details about Stevens' alleged crimes have not been yet revealed as the investigation continues. Stevens' bail was set for 250000 and his next court hearing is scheduled for December 29th. In 2020, the LGBTQ activist was assaulted in his home in South Philadelphia by a persons. Stevens said targeted him because of his trans identity. Stevens' attacker, forgive me if I get the name wrong, Tamisha Waring pleaded guilty to aggravated assault conspiracy and was also convicted of hate crimes, which is considered a summary offense in Philadelphia in February of this year. After Stevens was attacked, the activists called on Pennsylvania to make LGBTQ individuals a protected class in the state's hate crime laws. Okay. Okay. Now, I agree. First off, let's get that out of the way. I agree, 100%. If if, if me or anyone out there looks at someone and says, you know, that's a trans person, I'm going to walk up to them and just beat the shit out of them, you're no good. You're a piece of shit. You don't need to be in society. You don't. All I care about, all I care about is that you are law-abiding, and you're a good person. Only now, <laughs> there's so much gray area with what the law is. See, I could used to say that. I could you say, well, you know, as long as you're law-abiding, you leave children alone. Well, hold up, hold up, hold up. Well, define leave children alone because legally nothing's being done about this. You've got men going into dressing rooms where young girls are, are, are changing clothes. Nothing being done. Nothing. You had an Ohio judge that that dismissed the case based on the fact that the male that was changing in the girl's changing room was so fat, his body fat, covered his penis, therefore nothing could be seen. That's a true story. A judge dismissed that case. So when I used to could say, hey, if you're a law-abiding citizen... I man I don't even know what that is now but I digress. If you look at someone based on race, religion, uh, sexual orientation, trans, gay, straight, whatever it is and you have hatred for them and you want to inflict bodily harm and you do inflict bodily harm on them you're a maggot and you do not belong in a functioning society, without a doubt. Those are people we need to eradicate. Those people. People that want to inflict harm on others because they're different from them. Agree 100%. Now that that's out of the way, um, the state of Pennsylvania went out of its way to add LGBTQ. In that grouping, that, I'm not calling them a community, they're just people like us. They added them, uh, giving them protection under hate crimes. Uh, do Can we get kids added to that hate crime? Because I'm going to tell you, I don't care if you're gay, straight, trans, lesbian, whatever you are. If you're an adult and you rape a child, that should be considered a hate crime. And I tell you, that should also be a consideration to be punishable by death. Yes, it should. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's disgusting to think we are where we are in what's fixing to be 2024 America. This is happening in 2024 America. I never in a million years ever thought I would be sitting here in my studio at home and we would be talking about this never in a million years and yeah i have friends i do i have friends uh, one in particular i'm really looking forward to getting on the show because he said to me before man you know i i he listens all the time and i god i love that man but but he's like you know i just want to argue with you about your politics and i'm like i got to thinking like what do i talk political uh, what, what, I don't, tell me, tell me, I mean, wait, wait a minute. Okay, uh, I, I don't get into long abortion debates. I don't get into long social security debates. I don't get into long uh, 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 Medicare, Medicaid, insurance. I don't get into long, either, either ever. But this, this right here, is a movement and a hill that I will die on. Because allowing students in elementary school, allowing teachers to be influenced, I mean, to influence students, curriculums to change, there's books in libraries. There are there are parents standing there with books from libraries. And they're reading them. And they're talking about John giving Joe a blowjob. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making this up. Okay. Letting young children choose their identity. Saying that it's okay. Saying that we have to... That, that we're at a point where, when you call someone based on scientific fact, just fundamental scientific truth, that somebody else can go, No, nope, no, nope, that's not the case. And for no other reason than how they feel, and that y- people are telling me that I have to adhere to that. And, but, uh, uh, I I don't I'm scratching my head right now. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. Man, I I I never in a million years I, I just don't even know what to say sometimes. We are at a time where if you don't like what it is that we're saying, well, we're gonna take potential answers away. Well, this way you can't. That's what's happening with taking Trump off ballots. That's what's happening up in New York, where they're like, "Yo, by God, you know what? I don't like Chick Fil A. These religious people—they're—they're they're, they're closed on Sundays. You know what? And they don't—you know what? They don't have a good stance on LGBTQ things. So, you know what? Let's. Do, well, not everybody has to agree with everything you do. So what? Is Chick Fil A calling for the eradication of gay and trans? And if they are, I'm shit. I, I, let's burn. Let's go together. I'm with you. That's disgusting. But if Chick Fil A is saying, "Hey, look that that we we don't we don't agree with that lifestyle." Just let us do our thing. Look, we don't have to agree. We don't have to ask you about it. We don't have to talk to you about it. We will serve you. We love you. We don't agree with rapist lifestyles. We don't agree with with murderers' lifestyles. We don't agree with bank robbers' lifestyles. We don't agree with with, um, just countless, countless lifestyles we don't agree with. Okay? We don't have to... Why does everything have to be a discussion? Do you wake up in the morning and go, I, I am trans, and I am going to get in somebody's face today and make them uh, uh, validate me? I don't do that as a straight dude. I don't do that. don't do i uh, But you go, oh, well, you've been done that way. The, the white privilege thing, right? I, my, my finger, the middle one is up. Whole lot of privilege in this room, huh? Yeah, there's, there's not. Um. So this idea that we're all just, uh, you know, us white people have had it made, and we just need to st- move out of the way and stand, you know, it's just so damn ridiculous. Now you've got former NFL players, yeah, former NFL players, openly calling. For segregation, we should have a white league and a black league. I mean, it's just the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. And what's crazy is nobody say anything about it. Nobody. Hey, as long as you got Netflix and you're making your money and it doesn't affect your child or or your family, well, then you're just going to stay out of it. Well, that's cowardly. I truly believe it is. I believe that's cowardice. I believe it's ridiculous, it's vile, it's evil to want to segregate us, to divide us. I think it's stupid, it's just whatever. Anyway, look, I had to go solo for a little bit. Um, I love you guys. Uh, Listen, we have, uh, I I think the trio's getting together uh, later today. We're going to record, so we'll have a, a new episode up for the three of us. But... I will be posting this episode here on uh, uh, iTunes, Spotify. You'll, you'll, that's where you're listening right now, probably, right? So, anyway, uh, I just had to rant a minute, man. And look, I've still got, I mean, I've got pages and pages and pages of notes. But, yeah, I'm going to save some for the show later. That The episode that will be posted uh, right after this one. can't give it all away, so... Anyway, uh, thank you to our sponsor over at RHTC. Thank you so much. Uh, give them a call, please, for all your crane operator training, rigging, uh, 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 signal person, uh, telehandler, lift director, uh, just anything you need training wise in and around the construction world. You give those guys a call. i you, you will not be disappointed. Give them a call at 318 330 9000 or find them online at RHTCINC.com. Hey, guys, uh, until next time. You know what show this is. It's your show, and it's rooted in God, family, country. I've been your host, Kevo. you listen listening to Unwavering. I think we're saying the same thing.